Hello and welcome to Grandpa Mystery Power Hour, the dumb podcast for intellectuals. I'm your expert host, Connor. And I'm your expert host, Maxine. The single best outcome of the invention of the internet is the ability to get all of your questions answered. Q&A sites are in fact the true pinnacle of our species, and it's a fact that no modern computer is created without a lot of questions asked on the programming-specific Q&A site Stack Overflow. From this site, a whole ecosystem of topic-specific question-and-answer websites has been created for everything from travel, interpersonal, parenting, cooking, and even bicycles. And a lot of the questions asked on these sites are buck wild. This is known as Stack Exchange, and we're here to pull the best questions and give you the best answers. The best answers. Obviously. We're experts. We're experts. On every, everything. Everything. I've taken an undergrad college course on most things. I'm an expert. I have interpersonal skills, period. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to some questions. <laughs> I have this one from the, um, from the parenting uh, Stack Exchange. I don't know if you want to read it. Or I should. You probably should. Okay. This question reads, bananas. How many is too many for a toddler? <laughs> any. Any bananas are too many for no, a toddler. No, no, no. I think bananas are illegal. One is probably fine. Um, it says, my 22-month baby is at the stage where she's becoming a picky eater. Ooh. One thing she currently has no resistance to, however, is bananas. And bananas is bolded. <laughs> She'll eat a whole banana, ask for another, power through a second banana if I give in, then ask for another, at which point I usually resist. More than two bananas a day seems like a lot for a 28-pound baby. I have nothing to back me up on this, though. How can I determine how many bananas is too much? Are there any negative consequences of allowing her to eat bananas to her heart's content? Is there, like, the, the food triangle, but for, like, bananas? Like... <laughs> it's just all bananas, actually. <laughs> Bottom bananas. Top bananas with sugar on them. Yeah, I think I read, um, I think I read once that you you have like trace amounts of radiation for every banana you eat oh, so yeah. to avoid radiation poisoning you shouldn't eat more than uh 200 bananas a second <laughs> so i guess less I, than that apparently this is the problem for this toddler though like yeah. maybe, maybe the toddler smaller. really is having an issue like i, I mean so. if i was a parent i too would be concerned about my baby becoming a radioactive from bananas <laughs> are you kidding that would be excellent <laughs> you get the, the powers of a banana <laughs> can be yellow <laughs> and has a peel that's already true <laughs> is the skin the peel of a human yeah i think so <laughs> hmm. well the top answer says that the main concern is constipation um because they're very sweet and can be very somewhat dehydrating so i guess that's I, I a guess. problem for children <laughs> Also, These it says bananas to, are too sweet. It also says to make sure that she's eating enough other foods. <laughs> okay, so is there? So you know how Soylent is like a meal replacement for everything? <laughs> Can we make like banana Soylent, but instead of just like all of the other stuff, just bananas? Just, just bananas. Can do? Is science powerful enough? Yeah, to, I think so. <laughs> to create a meal replacement with just bananas. They're just—they already exist. It's just called a banana. <laughs> I'm sure this, can we amplify parts of the banana like what <laughs> what would you be amplifying what does it even mean i don't know i just want banana soylent okay 
Just um, just blend it together, I think. <laughs> I think that would solve most of your problems. I'm hoping we just market this as, like, meal replacement. It's banana lent or whatever. Just, it's just bananas. It's just bananas, It's just bananas, TM. <laughs> okay, do you, do you want to read something? Sure. Uh, all right. This comes from the uh, RPGStackExchange.com. From, oh, one of my uh, favorite. Stack Exchange user, uh, Jesse Cahoon. What types of plants can be used as treasure? All of them. Easy. <laughs> I mean, bananas. Can well, we use yeah. bananas as treasure? <laughs> yeah, Wait, well, isn't obviously. that just Donkey? That's just the like the plot of Donkey Kong, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> All right, so the question reads, uh, I know there's amber, some rare woods for making armor and weapons, leaf armor, etc., what other types of plants could be used as treasure? I think classifying amber as a plant is a huge stretch. <laughs> it's sort of an ex-plant. It's pretty firmly a rock, right? <laughs> I mean, it's like frozen in amber. That's that's a plant thing, right? Maybe uh, don't fact check me, please. The internet. I mean, don't don't fact check no, us on I, this no, podcast. No, I just watched Jurassic Park this week, <laughs> literally. So I would consider myself an expert in amber. Fun right. fact: mm-hmm. I couldn't find out whether the amber they used in that movie was real or not. <laughs> But uh, in any case, it comes from tree sap, which is already, like, barely a plant. It comes from a plant. It's plant-based. It's, like, fossilized. Okay. Yeah, it's an explant. Okay, would you count coal as a plant? That's made of mostly (laughs) algae. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) I don't think that counts as a plant. Maybe we should consider coal to be a plant. (laughs) I think my favorite part about this question is that it was closed as too broad. There are too many plants. We can't help you. I'm sorry. There's too many plants. Someone decided that this was not a question that they could answer. And I don't really know why. I feel like you could give suggestions. I mean, I guess. Uh, We can see what some of the answers are. Oh, there's Uh, only one. The top answer is seven votes. Any plant can be used as as treasure. (laughs) The real treasure is the plant we met along the way. Dude, that's exactly what I said. (laughs) Any plant is something that you have to treasure. (laughs) (laughs) We need to treasure the the existence of plants. It's just a small green friend. (laughs) I love my smallest, greenest friend, the plant. That's the funniest answer. That's like the funniest possible answer. (laughs) Is that it's just any of them. Do they give actual suggestions, or is it just, like, any of uh, Let's see. It, it suggests uh, saffron, which is an expensive food flavoring. Uh, truffles. These are boring. Uh, weed is in here, so I guess that's not boring. There you go. Yeah, weed. Oh, wait, that's actually the obvious answer. Yeah. I can't believe we didn't think of that. <laughs> I'm disappointed in myself. That's true. Weed is Weed, weed is, is the, of course, the answer. The greatest treasure of all. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, I have, I have a... <laughs> one of my top questions like that oh, i've ever so seen in my entire life it's on the um the text stack exchange which for those of you that don't know um latex spelled l-a-t-e-x because reason it's not pronounced latex it's not pronounced latex that's very important that, but um yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh latex is a basically a way of formatting documents um and people love it including me uh but this question asks how can i explain the meaning of latex to my grandma <laughs> And I, first of all, love that it's phrased like you're explaining the meaning of Christmas. Because let's be real here, LaTeX is Christmas. Just every day That's I get true. to open it, I'm like, ooh, I get to write some I just some open formats. Overleaf and I'm like, oh, I feel oh. so happy. <laughs> it's true. You're so right. I just go and hug my mom. Just like, it's tech season, mom. It's tech season. <laughs> okay, but the, the beginning of this is incredible. Um, so I wrote a book about LaTeX. 
and my proud grandma wanted to have a copy. <laughs> so she got it, said, what a beautiful picture on the cover. And what is this? LaTeX. She doesn't know word, never used a computer, but she reads books. How can I explain that what makes text and LaTeX special to a non-technical person? I don't mean introduction and using and the existing questions, what are text and LaTeX, with answers is still much this, too technical. This person wants LaTeX propaganda? It's true. Like... And you know what? They get it in the answers. That's This is the <laughs> real answer. Oh, no. Like, the real amazing part of this question is the answers. I, I hope it is just like LaTeX is our savior. That's what you have to explain. Such challenges are not rare. I need to explain to my boss why I request some days off to go to a text <laughs> conference. And soon my daughter will want to know what daddy does on the computer. My girlfriend needs to understand why I spend so much time at the text stack exchange. Okay. Like, I get it? I feel like this person maybe needs to consider, are they spending too much time? Like, I know I know they, they have literally written the book on LaTeX. <laughs> But do they need to chill about LaTeX for, like, a little bit? Like, I get His it, girlfriend's but, uh... like, like, hey, honey, you want to, like, go to the movies or, like, have a date or do anything? I'm sorry, I can't. I have to be on Tech Stack Exchange. Someone might need me. Does anyone know any... Sorry, continuing the question. Does anyone know any eye-opening words? Perhaps an analogy or metaphor would help? So grandma, girlfriend, daughter, boss, all may roughly understand and say, ah, such a thing? Useful indeed. You know book? Hey, hey, you know book? What if book, but type? This, <laughs> the top answer, LaTeX is to a book what a set of blueprints is to a building. Honestly, pretty that, solid top answer. That seems pretty solid, It yeah. has 421 votes. Ooh, oh, so close. Almost. But um, I really think that the uh, the second answer is, uh, not the second answer, the third answer is incredible. <laughs> um, It's pretty long, but I really think it's I'm worth so it. I'm so ready. Hypothetical dialogue follows. Dear insert subject name here, I would like to spend a few minutes talking about something cool. In fact, it's not just cool, it's amazingly cool. It's not Albert Einstein playing a guitar cool, neither Abraham Lincoln riding a bear with a machine gun cool. It's way more superb. <laughs> Believe okay, me. Okay, that... I hate to interrupt, but that's not, like... They, they, they just listed two very cool things. And, like, I use LaTeX frequently <clears throat> it's not abraham lincoln Excuse riding a bear you. with a machine gun cool you're right it's way more superb oh, because no. it's super duper ultra mega mega hyper kamehameha <laughs> i don't even know how to pronounce it uber cool i'll talk about something called latex and and then there's a Oof. there's a grandma oh, no. meme <laughs> and Yikes. it's really great and then, and then he talks about um, how it's not latex, but latex. CR. Okay, <laughs> if he's saying this out loud, if the, okay, so is this person trying to say this out loud? Because that's like, just going to confuse them if you start pronouncing it differently. It's like, hey, you want to hear about latex? It's not latex. Like, it's latex. I never questioned that. No, no, no. As you can see in this answer, it's a completely different word with caps and stuff. Ooh. A word you have to hold shift no less wow, than grandson, three I'm so impressed. Times. It's a letter with capitals. <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't have any capital letters. <laughs> they were invented in the 1980s, actually. Ah, uh, yes, 1980s, the birth of capitalism. <laughs> Let's start with the basics. Say lay, now say tech. It's all stretched out. The word, the sound cannot come from the heart. It has to come from the throat. 
<laughs> Some vocal exercises might help. Me too. Okay, you want to give another one a go? All right. Um, let's see. I also have one from the uh, text stack exchange. How do I make my document look like it was written by a Cthulhu worshiping madman? I would just like I would just like both of us to sit with this question, like ponder it for a minute. How do you make your document? What does it mean to be a Cthulhu worshiping madman? My favorite part is that this is on the tech stack exchange. It has 515 upvotes. <laughs> I'm not going to read the actual question because it's boring, but <laughs> I'm not even sure I want to read the answer to this. I just want that question to be out there for, yeah. for our listeners to uh, Please just ponder. think about. Yeah. Just, you know? just consider the meaning of, of this question. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's here's another one I have from the uh, cooking stack exchange. Um, this this question was asked by uh, Santana. I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Um, is it possible to remove the smell from rice mistakenly stored in, the, in a detergent box? I've actually read this question before, but it's still <laughs> so funny. Like, I just want to know the backstory. How did they get it? Like, how do you mistakenly store rice in a detergent box? How did you realize it was rice and not detergent? Have you used detergent? <laughs> yeah, like, but I don't I know. I feel like I would notice that it was rice and not detergent, though. Like, rice seems I mean, like... maybe. But also, if I opened up a box of detergent and I was like, oh, it looks kind of weird. It's probably just nothing. <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. I don't know anything. Okay, Why would, would I assume would that it would be rice? What would happen if you did pour rice into, like, your washing oh, machine, Oh, it would though? be destroyed. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Is, is a washing machine just like an industrial size like rice cooker? I think it is if you try hard enough. <laughs> I just believe. Wait, can you read can you read the the uh, additional details for this yes, question, yes, please? <laughs> By mistake, I stored a rice in a detergent box. I took it out for cooking, but it smells like detergent. What should I do? Is there any trick that can remove the detergent smell from rice, or is it not safe to use? Okay, wait, my favorite clarifying question is what kind of detergent used to be in the box? Because <laughs> that would matter. <laughs> Which brand of detergent did you use? If it's Tide, you're good. If it's uh, any other brand, I don't hey, know. Hey, welcome to the Tide Pod Rice Challenge. <laughs> That's right, I make topical meme references. I just really want to know how the rice got in the detergent box. That's what I want to know the most about this question. Yeah, I feel like rice boxes and detergent... Did Were you sleepwalking? Like, how did you do this? <laughs> yeah, doesn't rice normally come in, like, its own box? Yeah, it has a, a bag. bag. Yeah, like, yeah like... you don't need to put it into anything. And also, yeah, how do you accidentally do this? It's not like detergent branding is, like, minimal or confusing. I feel like most like detergent boxes should be pretty easy just be like oh it says clean okay it says that's... soap on the side that's weird it's probably just rice <laughs> my favorite rice brand clean shirt like there's definitely like pictures of like people being happy about clean laundry on like detergent boxes right like that, you're right what, what is that what says rice about that it's like, wow, check out this this person who's really into clean living and rice. But I mean, even if you have a detergent box, it's not like you put more detergent into it, right? Like, you're not going to be ever pouring things into the box, regardless of whether or not you're pouring rice in. 
And you're not really going to be moving the rice around too much either because it comes in so in a bag. Was there so any detergent like, still in this box? Like, was there I detergent in this so. box? I think it class clarifies that it's empty. Uh, it doesn't say. It doesn't I think it's say. probably was empty. But still, like, did did this person not smell the detergent before? <laughs> yeah, really. I do like um, like this top answer where it's just sort of talking about using rice for cleaning. Yeah, it, it doesn't say. But it doesn't like... say anything about how you can get rid. Well, I mean, the answer is in the first sentence: don't eat the smelly rice. <laughs> My, my other favorite thing about this question is just that it's not like, should I eat this or not? It's just, how do I get it's rid of the how smell? how remove the smell of soap from rice. Like, that's the most offensive part of this. This rice mm. smells like clean clothes. It smells so soapy. Delicious. I don't know. I don't know about this. I, I want to eat it, but I don't want to feel like I'm eating clean laundry. That's the only question I have about this rice. I mean, the person asks at the bottom, or is it not safe to use? So, kind of cover their bases there, you know? I guess. Should we move on to the next one? No, please. <laughs> Who am I? Batman fans will know this. This is from the Puzzling Stack Exchange, uh, asked by uh, user Amruth A. Who am I? What am I? If you hold, I leave. I'm in you, but I hide very well. Even Batman wants me, and also you. <laughs> Nobody has ever seen me, but I am always with you, summer, winter, or rainy. But if you choose to leave me, it is not a buy from you, but a last buy from me. We never meet again. The uh, the the first comment on this question is, I feel like fits well when read in a Cookie Monster voice. <laughs> this feels really existential for Cookie Monster, like... No, I can see it. Obviously the answer is cookies. Clearly. The uh, selected answer is breath. Batman fans will know this. Can't think of any Batman links to my answer, so I'm not sure if it's right, but this is the best I could come up with. <laughs> I just like the idea that, like, breathing is like a Batman character. Like, ah, I know. As a huge Batman fan myself, breathing is definitely something that Batman wants to do. <laughs> oh, answer is grappling hooks, of course. <laughs> <laughs> because if you don't hold it, you leave. Or it leaves, I guess. The grappling hook was inside you in all you, along. I but I hide very well. Yeah, like in his utility belt. Um, I'm not sure that's the same as in you. Nobody has ever seen me, but I am always with you. Yeah, it's, you know, <laughs> <laughs> on your belt. The grappling hook wants you. I, I hate that this doesn't actually have an answer, though. Like, does he ever say what it is? <laughs> so, uh... To that first answer, uh, Amruth A says, somewhat related, but not the answer. Why did you accept it if it's not the answer? Yeah, it is the accepted answer with one vote. Uh, let's see, the, uh, the uh, second answer is uh, the soul. <laughs> Even Batman wants me. <gasps> okay, that's actually a great. <laughs> Can I like DM this person and ask him what the answer was? I'm really <laughs> curious now, but no one got it. <laughs> you want to read something? Sure. Uh, ooh, I think I have a good one. All right, we're just going on a whole uh, interpersonal kick here. Oh, hell yeah. This question is uh, tagged social media and instant messaging. Mm -hmm. uh, it's from user Nika. What should I reply when someone sends me an extremely boring link? 
I regularly get very boring links from my colleague slash friend. I do not know how to react to this. Should I reply? What should I say when I do reply? Is it considered rude to just ignore and move on? We all know that feel, right? Those extremely boring links. Oh, God. I get them every day. (laughs) (laughs) I think the real answer is to respond with an even more boring link. Ooh, ooh, escalate it. Power move. Eventually, you just get to the point where you're just emailing each other, like, shades of beige. (laughs) (laughs) You're emailing each other, like, the Unix stack exchange questions. (laughs) Top two office chairs. You won't believe... (laughs) either of them <laughs> you will believe both of them they're both chairs they're both chairs here's the least fun fact i could find water is wet i feel like these would all actually be fairly interesting articles it would be more like um a medium hot take about why javascript this javascript framework is the best one and blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> Ooh, got him. It's true. I'm not sure that's boring, though, because you can definitely just, like, hate read that. Like, Can and will. Yeah, but, like, what what is the most boring link possible? Like, what on the internet is possibly the, like, most universally boring thing? Maybe it's, like, a... I don't know. I was going to say, like, Namecheap or something, because it's not even anything. But that's kind of like a build-your-own-fun. And yeah. we've had a lot of fun on Namecheap, yeah, so that's say, completely that's like, wrong. We've had a ton of fun with Namecheap. Like, not a sponsor. Sponsor us, please. <laughs> uh, maybe it's some kind of subreddit, like a really obscure subreddit. But, I mean, like, the problem with that is that you can get to more interesting things. I need, like, the sensory deprivation chamber of internet links. What about census data? Ooh. That's some pretty boring that's stuff. That's pretty boring. Although we both do, like, data science-y stuff for fun, this is... Oh, you're right. <laughs> I just listed something that I was just like, ooh, that would be fun to do I some I'd like some to do some analysis, analysis on that one. Hi, welcome to our very relatable comedy <laughs> podcast. Don't you just love it when someone sends you interesting data sets and you get to do analysis on them? <laughs> I spent, like, two hours the other morning just, like, avoiding my homework by doing data analysis on, like, <laughs> domain name registration. We've all been there. (laughs) Relatable, am I right? Oh, God. (laughs) Um, yeah, maybe it's, maybe something corporate. I feel like I get really bored when I get to read corporate anything. Yeah. (laughs) What's the most boring company that would have the most boring mission statement? All of them. (laughs) Ooh, got them. That's, that's fair. Uh, all right, do you want to read one? Yeah, I I have some great ones. For, I like have read some great ones on the workplace stack exchange, which is a, a, just a great one. But um, I don't know. If, okay, actually, I definitely want to read this one. <laughs> this one's pretty long, but it's really good. <clears throat> Asked by user Steve, how to handle my girlfriend finding out about my second apartment. <clears throat> um, so. The background info is, uh, I love my girlfriend, but my need for alone time to focus on my interests exceeds most individuals. We moved in together about 18 months ago, and for the six months or so we were fine, but it quickly began to feel suffocating with her being there all the time, because she works from home. I have hobbies like painting and reading that my girlfriend scolds me for. She wants things that we can do together only. We do many things together, it's just that she expects us to do something every day, which is difficult for me. 
And then he says that around eight months ago, I secretly rented a second apartment in the same city and pretended I needed to travel for work two days a week for an extended (laughs) period of time. Everything was going great (laughs) until one of her friends saw me entering this apartment when I was, in quotes, out of town. Now my girlfriend thinks I'm cheating on her and I don't know what to do. She'll fear, I fear she'll leave me, but I just want to find a good way to explain to her my need for alone time without hurting her feelings. What I would like to accomplish. Tell her that I am not cheating on her and would never remain, sorry. Tell her that I am not cheating on her and would never remain in a relationship if I had desires for other women. Tell her about the second apartment and admit I was wrong for not telling her about it in the first place. I mean, you could just say that ideally i would like to keep the apartment (laughs) two days a week apart but i would give it up in order to stay with her so romantic okay what city does this person what city and job does this person have that like you can just buy like like, actually rent another apartment i had so much trouble paying for the one tiny apartment i wish i had a second apartment because i hated my roommates (laughs) but this guy's just like yeah you know the problem is you just have a second apartment that you stayed in a little bit at the time I feel this like the is... real problem here is just like, I feel like this guy should just talk to his girlfriend Literally. about like being introverted. Oh my god! And his personality, like, I just can like you... I okay. relate because I definitely feel the like I need some alone time. Oh, absolutely! But he escalated so. This far. is not the solution, Mabel. It was like. <laughs> so so escalated like i just love the way this is described like oh i need alone time so i rented an apartment (laughs) it's like what (laughs) like sorry you you did what can you imagine sorry babe i gotta go out of town can you imagine i'm just gonna walk there you you're dating someone and you've just moved in and you you love each other very much and then this this individual says i have to go out of town for two days a week for work for a while and you're like okay get it no problem then your friend sees him leaving an apartment and you're like, oh my God, he's cheating on me. This is horrible. Our relationship is over. He betrayed all my trust. And then, and then he comes to you and says, actually, no, I was not cheating on you. That's just my second apartment. Like that sounds the most <laughs> fake. There is no universe in which I'd be like, yes, that's a normal thing a reasonable people do oh my God. in the real world where we live in. <laughs> Oh, I totally get it. It's your secret second apartment that you need. Oh, to I have one. Go I have to? one of those too. Yeah, all right. Fair <laughs> enough. No problem. Sorry about freaking out. About oh, you yeah, cheating it's on the me. Same. Yeah. I get it. I actually have a couple ones. The one I like <laughs> invite friends over to my second apartment, but I'm like, man, I just uh, I don't really want to hang out with this friend right now. Sorry, friends in second apartment. I know we planned to hang out today, but I gotta go out of town. <laughs> Uh, right now. The third apartment. (laughs) I love that we live in this city where you can rent apartments for 50 bucks a month. That's great. I was going to say, like, for real, what city is this? And can I, like, get a job there and afford two apartments? Did he furnish the second apartment? (laughs) (laughs) He just, like, comes into this, like, blank cube of a room and just sits down, just like, this Uh, is good. Well, he says that he does painting and reading. Both of those are things that are pretty portable. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I guess it's not exactly like having a second PS4. <laughs> Man, when I play Fortnite, I just gotta go to the second apartment. Okay, I just read another sentence that I skipped over. Um, when his girlfriend confronted him about it, he said that he had a corporate apartment in the city for the week to focus. 
buddy, you just made it worse. <laughs> what? And that it was an aberration and that he's usually traveling. You just dug yourself into like I didn't, several more holes. I didn't think it was possible to get any deeper, but you really just did, didn't you? Yeah, there's the way this guy's like handled this whole situation is just to like go so many levels deep on the lies for something that like while crazy seems like it would be fine to just explain if you were careful about it i feel like you might be able to make it work and stay together but like with the second level the, the second lie there's like is just no way on earth i would believe that this person is not cheating i'm going to go to their profile and see if they asked any other questions <laughs> They're... Okay, he literally I'm not sure asked. You put that on it. <laughs> the plot does thicken a little bit. What about oh, this one? <laughs> wait, what? Oh, this, oh, is, the this is the second part. One. Okay. What? <laughs> okay, this question feels completely unrelated, but it's actually very related. This is part two. This part two. is sequel. Part two. We're asked by uh, Steve again. <clears throat> How do I approach an inevitable breakup after sudden death in partner's family? And then he says, ever since this happened, linking to the first post, things have been very tense between my girlfriend and me. Understandably. <laughs> I spend every night at our apartment now. However, I don't believe she trusts me at all anymore. And our relationship has lost all intimacy. <laughs> In parentheses, this is probably more than fair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm ready to admit my mistakes and move on from the relationship. <laughs> and I was planning on breaking up this weekend. I'm still trying to sublease the other apartment so I could just move there. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, good thing I have this backup apartment. <laughs> Unfortunately, her father has suddenly passed away, and she's been leaning on me for support. I am more than happy to be there for her, as she's also been there for me in the past. However, I don't know how to break up, approach the, sorry, I don't know how to approach the breakup in light of the recent passing of her father. <laughs> well, like, don't break up right now. No, that's not the solution. That's how you end up like that other guy that ended up married with a kid that he didn't want. That's fair. <laughs> This feels like a way more of a downer. It kind of is, but like, I just love that, <laughs> that like, he's like, oh, well, guess let's burn that bridge. It's time to break up with my girlfriend that I just moved in with. Sorry, babe. See you later. Oh, your dad just died? Oh, this is awkward. <laughs> oh. Oh, anyway, uh, I gotta bounce. I got the second apartment. That's pretty gotta cool. Gotta go take care of my uh, painting. <laughs> My work has a really urgent meeting that requires me to leave town for six months. So what are we going to do here, huh? Sorry, babe. My company just said that if I don't, like, break up with you, I lose my <laughs> job. There's a new corporate policy of don't be dating you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I think it's really the best to pin it all on your job. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, honey. My I know your dad just died, but uh, work just said uh, I gotta mm. be single to work here now. Sorry, it's the way it goes, make, you know. I don't make up corporate the rules. corporate rules. I'm just gonna leave the keys with you. I got that second apartment, so I can just kind of bounce right now. I already actually the moved. Fact that actually he moved still entirely. Has this I know. <laughs> it's just it's just really good. Steve, what are you doing? Yeah, what is he doing with his life? I love that it opens up that things have been very tense between his girlfriend and him. It's yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Correct. 
I still want to know what city Steve lives in because he can just have these two apartments. I don't even know. Okay, can I read? Can I? Yes. Can I read this question? Absolutely. We're back on the interpersonal snack exchange. Because, As always. Come on. Yeah. Um, this was asked by Jordad. Uh, how do I properly apologize to a good friend and let them know I did not actually want them to move to another city? I have a very what? good friend. <laughs> I have a very good friend. Let's call him Rick. Let's. Who I've been acquainted with for the past five years. Our relationship was strong enough that he often told me he was my best friend. Oh, best friend question. And I often reciprocated as well. Wow. That being said, there's an in-joke among my friend group where we often tell Rick to get lost. Wow, what a fun friendship. This seems like a really solid friendship. In every single... You hey, they're know, best every, every friends, Every time I have dude. a best friend, I do tell them to just please go away. Connor, I need, really need you to get lost right now. Get lost, Maxine. <laughs> I'm. It's my house. You get lost. <laughs> I mean... That's not, I've never been to your house before, so, like, that's not necessarily out of the question. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty foresty. <laughs> um, anyway, <clears throat> for example, if we're just hanging out and chatting and Rick says something, one of my friends will sometimes respond, Rick, why don't you just get lost? And then everyone echoes this in turn and we all have a good laugh. Rick seems to enjoy this joke as well and takes it all in good fun with a smile and is not bothered by it. Or so I thought. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. The drama comes in. Last year at a birthday party thrown by my friends, I blew out my candles and someone chimed in asking what I wished for. While I know that making a birthday wish is just a silly superstition, I decided to play along and maybe make a joke of my own. With a big smile on my face, I proudly exclaimed, I wish that Rick would get lost. The joke went over well, as everyone had a good laugh, including Rick. Or did he? But a few months later, Rick moved to another city, <laughs> roughly an hour and a half away to live with his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> at first i thought this might just be a temporary arrangement and that rick might move back after a few months with or without his girlfriend <laughs> however that is seemingly increasingly unlikely as he has now purchased a house there normally i would not make a connection between me telling a friend about a birthday wish that they would get lost and them actually getting lost so to speak but now others from my friend group have started saying rick moved away because i told them to get lost <laughs> Okay, all of these other people also made Rick get lost jokes, right? Like, I think they're obviously just joking around with OP, but th it doesn't get it. OP does seem to have like a weird like obsession with thinking that like Rick's life revolves around him. Like it does. It maybe it maybe it confirms later in the question, but it sure seems like Rick just wanted to move to the city where his girlfriend lived. Like that seems reasonable and not as a direct response to hey rick get lost like fine i'll go move to somewhere where i can be closer to the person i want to spend a lot of time with fine oh god Holy i'm gonna shit. go spend more time with the person i love despite you now i've begun thinking that maybe me telling rick to get lost did contribute in some small way to him moving to another city I, of course, never meant it when I told him that I wished he would get lost, and I highly value our mutual friendship. I am obsessed with the way that this question is written. It's great. He's so clear and careful about everything, and he's just, it feels like he's explaining this child to, this, this story to, like, a child, right? He's like, well, you see, I had this friend, Rick. Grandpa, what happened to Rick? <laughs> well, I haven't seen him for 20 years, ever since I told him to get lost and he moved to another city. <laughs> Uh, anyway. That's when he decided to take up a life of crime. 
I want to make amends and let him know that I was just joking when I said I wished for him to get lost and if possible ask him to move back as I rarely see him in person anymore. Uh. That's so sad. How do I go about making such an apology and let him know he is welcome to come back anytime that he is ready? <laughs> okay, again, it seems like he and his girlfriend are just living in the same city because they want to be near each other. Oh because they're in a relationship. No, it's because Rick wished on birthday candles. That's not, that's not something to fuck around with, you know? Don't mess with birthday candles. <laughs> I do want to hear. I do want to hear what uh, the Stack Exchange community has to say about this. Okay, there's only two answers. Top one. My advice for this would be to be blunt. <laughs> Straight... Actually, Rick, get lost more. <laughs> Straight up, tell Rick, hey, I'm sorry for constant teasing hurt you. We never meant it, and it was all in good humor. You are always welcome to come back to us, or some variant thereof. However, I do feel it was not so good conduct of you to make a birthday wish that one of your friends should disappear. I suggest he didn't wish for him to disappear; he wished for him to get lost. I feel like there's a distinctive difference there. I mean, like it's not a great joke, all things considered. Like, as far as in jokes go, not great. I think it's fine, honestly. It's fine, but like, not great. <laughs> um, and then he goes on to say that you should tell him that you value his friendship and all this stuff. But I just love, like, can you imagine you move to another city to be with your girlfriend who you love very much? And in fact, you even bought a house there. You're really setting yourself up. It sucks you had to leave all your friends behind, but you know what? You're really happy with the choices you made. And then one of your friends calls you one day and he says, I'm sorry I made that joke for you to get lost. You should come back to the city. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, wait. <laughs> like, the chances that that's actually influenced Rick to move to another city are, like, less than nothing, right? Like... <laughs> Like, there's no way. Like, it does not seem... Like, if I got that call, I'd be like, I don't remember that Yeah, actually. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, what? No, you're joking. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was already planning to move. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, just come back to us, Rick. I don't... I don't really... Come like... back to us. You're welcome to come back anytime that you want. Oh, I mean, okay. yes? Are you the mayor? <laughs> I wasn't planning on, like staying away from that city forever but <laughs> okay the second question is is better <laughs> i mean the second reply sorry this reply is reinforcing that the first reply is a very good one and then he talks about how you should do it blah 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 it's hard to gauge if your friend felt seriously hurt or offended his move may have had nothing or little to do with what you said probably maybe and he still interacts with you to some degree, but just in case it was a big blow to him, it's best to approach the subject candidly and make it clear you think well of him and didn't intend to drive him away. Your friend, who may or may not have been really offended, may put this behind him immediately, or it may take some time for him to reach out and turn. Say your part and then give him time, if he needs it, to let the friendship rebound. This is great advice if there was actually any possible chance that this actually hurt Rick's feelings. <laughs> Like, I could see Rick, like, here's the thing. I could definitely see a, like, situation where Rick actually was hurt by this, but I don't know, like, maybe this is just me, but I'm not sure, like, that would make me move to another move city. Move to another city. That's expensive. Like, it's extremely difficult. Just get a new friend group. Yeah, <laughs> you can just stop talking to people. Like, just cut OP out of your life, like... If Rick's, like, if Rick is still hanging around with you, 
Like, either that's on him or, like, it's probably fine, right? Yeah, I mean, at a certain point, you know, sometimes friends make jokes that are not actually very funny to you. The solution is never to move to another city. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. I'm moving to another city. I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm leaving. I'm moving to another city. (laughs) Yeah, um... Yeah, his girlfriend probably had nothing to do with it, though. Yeah, In no. conclusion. No. Totally, totally OP. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna check that out after the slow recording. We're good. Uh, yeah, I think I'm good, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you want to, like, maybe... Hold on, let me... Uh... I'm, like, almost out of question. Okay, wait, I have a great okay. one, and I can't <laughs> believe I forgot about this one. Okay. Uh, this question comes from the English Stack Exchange, right. uh, which is basically the most pedantic Stack Exchange out there, which is really saying something because they're all very pedantic about everything. Yeah. Like, you haven't really seen pedantic until you've read the thread that argues about spacing in the tech that gets extremely heated for no reason at all. There were like pages worth Pages of and pages of replies, and they all had extremely strong opinions about the spacing. And I really, I don't know why, but, um... Welcome to our relatable podcast <laughs> for everybody. Yeah, especially the people that love LaTeX, apparently. Yeah. Which you should, because it's great. <laughs> the advice <laughs> podcast for people who love LaTeX. <laughs> Talk to your grandma about LaTeX today. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so this one was asked in the English Stack Exchange by Ricky. <laughs> Uh, do meteorites really land on Earth, or did the interviewee mean that ironically? <laughs> this question... I'm just going to read this question in as close to the tone of the uh, intended uh, writer. Sorry. I'm just going to read this question as close to the tone that I believe was intended by the author, uh, just to make sure that, you know, we get the whole, like, yeah. uh, the meaning of the question. The tone can really change the way a question is asked. So. Um... <clears throat> Technically speaking, landing is coming to rest after making contact with the ground. Yes, but isn't it supposed to be smooth rather than violent? Ships land as do planes, drones, and skydivers. Meteorites crash, fall, uh, collide with, but land? <laughs> Mazurek said the- Unacceptable. In, in quotes. Mazurek said the satellite- medi- Sorry. In quotes, Mazurek said the meteorite came with a barn he bought in 1988 in Edmore. He said the farmer who sold him the property told him it landed in his backyard in the 1930s. End quote. Did he mean that ironically? Meteorite landed. A quick Google search returns around 30,000 results. I mean, come on. John Harrington comes to mind. Another quote. Treason doth never prosper. What's the reason? For if it prosper, none dare call it treason. Any thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I have a thought. Landing is basically just like it not ground to it ground. <laughs> yeah, I have a thought. Can you maybe just like relax for like 10 seconds? <laughs> I, I love when Alanis Moore. <laughs> I thought it was really great when Alanis Morissette uh, amended her uh, hip hop song Ironic to include the meteorite <laughs> to include a meteorite landed. And that was the whole song. It was really brave. I thought it was a really cool, like, experimental pop song. Ironic, too. (laughs) Top answer. 
The verb land is a verbification of the noun land. And land is a link, of course. So there's not really any smoothness inherent to the word. Sure, a meteorite crashes, collides, impacts, destroys, plows into, wrecks land, but in every case, the space rock makes contact with land. It lands. On a side note, a plane can land viral... Sorry. On a side note, a plane can land violently, but a meteorite simply lands unless you personify its action with, say, the wrath of the gods. Smiley face. This You're right. answer... the, the correct way for the interviewee uh, in the uh, original post uh, should have said it was the gods, <laughs> the gods threw a rock and it landed in my backyard. <laughs> yeah, I don't really understand the answer. Like, I, I agree with it, but I also don't know what they're talking about personifying the action of a meteorite. The gods cast the space rock into my backyard. Enjoy. <laughs> I also hate that they use the word verbification. Where's the question about that? Is the word verbification a word? The answer is no. Verbification is the, uh, yeah. Oh god, the comments are just all about the verbify. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly the nounification of, uh... <laughs> the second... <laughs> the second answer. It's strange that none of the answers already given chose to rely on dictionary definition. The Merriam-Webster English Dictionary defines land as... To strike or meet a surface as after a fall. So, mic drop, am I right? Can we in some air horns here? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think so. And then the first comment on that is to a reminder to stay respectful and kind. I thought that was a fine uh, answer. I... I mean, considering I the question, really, like, yeah, I don't get how that's unkind necessarily. Like, I guess it's blunt. Maybe it's maybe it has to do with the tone again. Let me try reading yeah. it in a tone that might be uh, rude or unkind. <clears throat> it's strange that none of the answers already given chose to rely on a dictionary definition. <laughs> Thoughts on that one? The definition of land <laughs> is to make contact with a surface as after a fall. You dumb idiot. Here's what the Merriam-Webster dictionary says. Okay. Okay, this one chooses to go at it from the uh, the pilot's plane landing sort of angle, which is a fun sort of interesting one. I have been told by pilots on more than one occasion that landing in an aircraft is a controlled crash and that any landing you walk away from is a good one. So all landings are crashes with varying levels of violence, and your distinction is arbitrary, and in particular not shared by the people to whom it applies. <laughs> if you want to argue that is not the idiom, sorry, if you want to argue that this is not the idiom, then I point out that you open the debate with the demonstration that sometimes it is the idiom. Wow. This seems a Go lot more rude off. than the yeah, other this one. Is like <laughs> savage. No comment about being respectful. <laughs> I love this answer so much. <laughs> but was there anyone actually piloting this meteorite? Can we truly say it landed if there wasn't an actual pilot landing the meteorite? That sounds ironic to me. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, thank god. Once again, from the uh, interpersonal skills, uh, Second God. Strange, Thank God. Uh, asked by J. Doe, a real name Me for too. sure. How to ask cashier out for date? 
how to ask cashier out for date. The answer is you don't do that. I'm 21 years old and living in a large city in Germany where small talk in local markets is not a common thing. It is it common? In small places? towns, probably. Man, remind me never to move to a small town. I only live in cities where I can have a second apartment. <laughs> One time I um I was in a gas station at like 10.30, and the guy asked me if I had an accident, and I said, no, I've lived here my whole life. He's like, oh, it sounds like you have an accident. And I was like, so that's the kind of small talk that I should, sort of usually encounter in this particular town that we live in. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Oh, I did not like that interaction at all, zero out of ten. Yeah, that, that sounds the worst. <laughs> no thanks. Uh, <laughs> a new cashier joined my local food shop. She's always at the checkout and never doing stuff like sorting products or cleaning the floor where I could actually ask her out. No. <laughs> Don't. Not, none of those places seem like good places to ask someone out. Like, ah, you're sorting products. Hey. <laughs> How to ask surgeon out for date? She's always doing surgery on people or me. How do I ask her out for date? How to ask airline pilot out for date? She's always flying airplanes and never has time to talk to me about going out on dates. <laughs> How to ask computer scientists out on date? She's always working on her laptop and yelling about programming language and never in a position where I can ask her for a date. <laughs> you just got to work it into the programming language talk. Yeah. Be like, hey, speaking of dates, uh, daytime formats, am I right? Anyway, uh, speaking of dates, <laughs> you want to go on one? Relatable. <laughs> <laughs> That's my uh, hot, hot pro tip. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the, the question goes on, I'm quite new to relationships, but the signs she gave me are promising. This person has not described any of the signs. It's probably one smile. Just like an awkward, like, hello. She's probably just stop. didn't frown at him. <laughs> True. My question is, how can I ask for her number or ask her out for coffee while she is only sitting at the checkout? I mean, there are always like five people before and after me. And I think it would be awkward if we are changing numbers while customers are waiting behind us. That's correct. You are correct. The next sentence, though. <laughs> <laughs> or even worse, if I read the signs wrong and she rejects me... <laughs> Since the store is just five minutes away from my place, I visit regularly. Wait, I think I read that wrong. Since the store is just five minutes away from my place, I visit regularly and don't want to leave a bad impression there. <laughs> Listen, that's not going to change. Like, it's still going to be probably really weird. It's just like, your relationship is probably going to end, my dude. What relationship? <laughs> His the hypothetical one that's never gonna the, happen. The cashier check. Oh, you're saying. Oh, you're saying if they got into a yeah. relationship, they he would have to stop going to the grocery store near his house. That would be the worst case scenario. You're right. <laughs> also, I do love the. She's only sitting at checkout. I know, really. Doing her job. Doing her job. <laughs> checking people out as a cashier. <laughs> Unlike you, am I right? <laughs> okay, please, please read me some answers. Oh, oh, just like, uh, just like I said, the, uh, the first, uh, comment on this question does ask, uh, for some more detail about the signs, quote-unquote, <laughs> signs she gave you, which seem promising. <laughs> okay, so, uh, 21 answers. The first one has 300 upvotes. My question, uh, mm, 
So they, uh, they quote the original post. My question is, how can I ask for a number or ask her out for coffee? Answer is, in bold, in a large header, you don't. <laughs> and that's the end of that. <laughs> Second quote. But what is your advice? Should I just hope that I will meet her after work at the parking area? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then it goes on. Should I on... stalk her in, my, in her parking lot after she quit? After she, uh... <laughs> Should I stalk her in the supermarket parking lot after she's done with work? That seems like a normal thing for a person to do. Is it better to corner her where she can't leave because it's her job or to corner her in a parking lot where it's dark and unsafe? This answer goes on for like 10 paragraphs. Um, but judging from the very beginning, I'm sure they're all excellent advice about how you should not do this. Oh, no. One of these answers. Now, this answer is just wrong. <laughs> I think it's if you if you insist upon doing it, this is the best way. Basically, this answer says that you should start building a basic relationship you know, chatting or whatever, and then you hand her a note. Um, but the only problem that I really have with this answer is uh, the question. Sorry, let me just read. Let me just read this paragraph. After you have built a basic connection with her, you can leave a brief note uh, in parentheses with a smiley, probably, <laughs> as others have suggested. While giving your note, you could say, while receiving your change, thanks, and oh, this is for you. You can read it later. Good day. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> good day yeah you can read it later it's like oh god it's drugs <laughs> <laughs> i know i know where you live if you want to see your family again <laughs> oh my god no <laughs> and then it says try to keep your happy attitude towards her whatever the result don't do this just don't do this it, don't don't just don't i actually i actually did do this uh in a, in a way um when i was younger in high school i was at an ice cream place and i thought the person working the counter was really cute so my friends kind of peer pressured me into it um i walked up and i handed handed them my number and said here you go just, just if you want it and they were like i'm seeing someone and i was like okay classic <laughs> that would probably be my only piece of advice to do that but even <laughs> so probably don't do that that probably was not don't. a great move on my part Maybe it's just my social anxiety, but that all of this just sounds like the worst <laughs> on either end. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, I would not want to be on the other end of this. No. That's why I tried to hand it to her and walk away as fast as possible. I was like, here you go. <laughs> Gotta go, bye. Gotta go. <laughs> just, you know, hit me up if you're, what, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> Read all the <laughs> Thank you for listening to Grandpa Mystery Power Hour. I've been Maxine. And I have been, and will continue to be, Connor. This episode was sponsored by Connor.fun, the brand you need for your whole life. I just made that up. That didn't make any sense. Hold on. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Connor.fun. Connor.fun, putting the fun in functional programming. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by Connor.fun. Connor.fun, putting the fun in fungus. This podcast has been brought to you by Connor.fun. Connor.fun, putting the con in constitutional crisis. <laughs> oh no, that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by Connor.fun. Connor.fun, putting the dot in... Oh, I forgot my joke. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the one. <laughs> putting the dot in I forgot my joke dot... <laughs> <laughs>
Potter.fun. <laughs> no, now we have to verify that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> if you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at grandpamystery at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at grandpamystery. You can also find us on Anchor at anchor.fm slash gmph or on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever podcasts are sold. Or not sold. I don't know. It's free, so probably it's not free. sold. <laughs> you can pay us if you want. <laughs> pay us on Patreon at, uh, we don't have one? <laughs> I, ha- I debated setting up that. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> wow, you went way too hard. <laughs> I went way too hard on this. Oh. We also have a YouTube channel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Check us out on YouTube if you want to. I, there's not a fun link to that, so don't. Don't. <laughs> We're editing this part out. Oh, sure. <laughs> Anything else? For the Thank outro? you for listening. And as always... I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> <laughs> We're riffing. Well, okay. Wait. Warn me before you start riffing, dude. And, and <laughs> <laughs>